going, Kendall. Don't stop. Are you sure? Yes. Go deeper. Deeper. Will it all fit? Oh, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> like this? Yeah, up to the balls. Am I doing it right? You sure you've never done this? No, I always wanted to. Oh, but... there you go. Oh, yeah. Who finished? Whew, that was so good. Ooh, wow, that's awesome. Ooh, you really stuffed that stocking well, Kendall. The orphans of the Falkland Islands are going to flip out with happiness when they see all the candy and toys and junk you stuffed down inside. I think you're right. I'm glad we're feeling them so full. Just like I said, down to the toes and up to the balls. Those holiday ball ornaments woven onto the sides. And now that you know how, just fill the other 75. Why aren't you going to help? Well, I have to make revisions to the sketch I'm writing for the big Christmas show. Ha! Don't bother. I know Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn is going to pick mine. Why would she pick yours? Not to brag, but I'm the funny one. Everybody knows so. One, that's not true. And two, it doesn't matter because my Christmas sketch will have heart. Wasn't it Walt Disney that said, for every laugh, there must be a tear in a Christmas sketch? Well, I'm sure yours will be great. Just like all those Saturday Night Live Christmas sketches we cry at every year. This isn't Saturday Night Live. It's the Fizzy 111 Festive Feliz Navidad Follies, produced by Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's Butter Churn of Pottery and Butter. But let's not fight. It's the holidays. You're right. And either way, I'll get to sing a beautiful solo and share my perfect pitch with the world. You are writing me in a solo, aren't you? Yes, you threatened to melt my Mickey Mouse Funkos if I didn't. I did not. I merely pointed out how close your Funkos were to the microwave and that it would be a real shame if they should accidentally fall in while I was popping popcorn. But as weird as it is to hear out loud, Kendall, you're right. It's the holidays and nothing can take that away from me. Amen. Did someone say amen? Well, I did. <laughs> amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, oh, oh hallelujah, sugar oh, Hallelujah, indeed. Peace on earth and goodwill toward all men. <laughs> hear, hear. Hmm. For what or whom exactly are we praising the Lord this morning? Oh, 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 oh my. I'm not entirely sure. Although I can think of many reasons. Why were you two boys rejoicing? Were we? I don't even know what we were doing anymore. Oh, you two and your continual shenanigans. <laughs> I'd love it if you'd set up the Christmas butter display in the front window. Our head cashier, Rita Baloney, would do it. But she's gone to Argentina to visit her dead husband's relatives for Christmas. You got it, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. I'd be happy to. So would I. The front window's full of Crock-Pot's pottery. Where should all that go? Up by the cash register. Poor Crock-Pot, her ceramic pillowcases didn't sell well at all. <laughs> I hope slashing the prices and getting them out of the store raises her spirits. Kendall, why don't you take the doilies that are on display by the cash register and move them beside the rye kiosk, and I'll start rearranging the window. Sounds good. Oh, I love to see us all working together so merrily. <laughs> Christmas at work. Christmas at work. Who doesn't love to spend Christmas at work? Just see how merry you'll be When you're with your fellow employees 
Christmas at work. Christmas at work. Oh, why does it have to end? Christmas at work is so special. When you work with your friends. My exploding fruitcakes, I lost track of time. Daffodil, we're due at the town council's Christmas Eve Eve banquet in 20 minutes. Oh, 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 oh. my bowels. I can't believe how tardy we might be. Oh, and now we'll have to get you a change of pants and a new pair of backup pens since you had a minor bowel attack this afternoon at the post office. Oh, Sugarlump, I wish that hadn't happened. It's just that my bowels were so alarmed at the price of overseas postage. Oh, 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 oh. oh no, here we go again. Mamma mia. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, when do you think he'll come to a decision about which of our Christmas sketches we'll be doing? Later tonight? Now? Kendall, don't pressure Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. She's got a lot on her plate at the moment. Oh, and some bowel waste on your shoe, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. You might want to grab a tissue. Oh, dear, I've really stepped at it now. <laughs> oh, but all levity aside, Cliff is right. I have to get with you boys in the morning with my final choice. Just please don't let it come between you. I don't want any fights or anything of a less than merry nature to be going on here at the store on Christmas Eve Eve. Or tomorrow, which is Christmas Eve. Or the day after that, which is Christmas. Which is the day we'll be performing one of your sketches. But enough about that. Come along, Mr. Stodbottom. We must get to the banquet before all the good hangers are used in the coat rack. Right behind you, dear. <laughs> ciao, boys. Since when did Mr. Snodbottom say chow? I'm sure he picked it up from one of the sheep farmers during a butter delivery. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, anyway, it's time for me to go. I've got to get right over to the Wax Museum. They're selling old figures of people that teen and millennials don't recognize anymore at rock-bottom prices. Whom are you buying? Not 100% certain. In the pictures I saw online, the figures going on sale weren't labeled, but the ones I want are either Jackie Gleason or Henry VIII. And why do you want a figure that looks like us? For Susan, for Christmas. We're apart so much, I wanted to have someone like me around to look at while we're talking on the phone. And what kind of prices are these figures going for? Rock bottom. Right. Speaking of rock bottoms, if they have any old expired Hollywood hunks, that would make a great gift. And I wouldn't use it for anything weird. Just groping. We'll see. Don't forget to lock up. I won't. Ciao. Ciao. Hmm. How much longer am I supposed to be here? It's 5.20. Oh, 40 minutes? Oh, God. <sighs> I guess I can beguile myself with the sound of my own perfect pitch. That might kill some time. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh all the fields we go oh, oh no okay i'm bored i'm leaving but wait there's something i was supposed to do but all i can think of is rock bottoms oh well <laughs> Hi there, I hope I'm not too late. Do you have any clearance-priced wax figures left? Oh yes, man. We definitely do. Who you need? 
I saw a photo online of a figure that was either Jackie Gleason or Henry VIII. No, I think you're talking about Kevin James. And he sold about ten minutes before you walked in, man. Damn it. He was purchased by some local candle makers. He is probably melting into a pile of goo as we speak. A very big pile. Much goo will be created when the Kevin James is melted. Do you have anybody comparable, like Dom DeLuise or late-life Marlon Brando? No, I'm afraid those figures are both still very popular. Hmm. Uh, Fred Flintstone? Louis Anderson? Maybe a Roseanne I could glue a beard onto? All we have left at rock bottom prices, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Twiggy, and post-sweet Karen Carpenter. Could we maybe just melt all those together and reshape them into a Kevin James mold? Of course, no problem. We'll cost several thousand dollars. Ooh, I guess I can't afford that. Well, thanks anyway. I came all the way here for nothing. Oh, a thousand pardons, my good man. There is one more wax figure at rock bottom price that I forgot to mention to you, sir. Oh, who is it? If you'll turn 12 degrees to your left, you will see. <gasps> I'll take it. My, that was a lovely Christmas Eve Eve banquet. <laughs> I'm so glad the town council liked my ideas about planting tulips on the town square and defunding the police. Oh, yes. They were quite taken with you, as always, Sugarlump. I'm afraid I must choose between Cliff and Kendall's little sketches for the Felice Navidad Follies. Oh, whatever will you do, dear? Oh, I'm not sure. Their rough drafts were both just that. Rough? <laughs> Kendall's was a silly little tale of a kidnapped Santa Claus being rescued by Cliff and Kendall himself. And Cliff's, well, <laughs> I don't really know what his was about. It was mostly Madonna references, and not the Madonna Christmas is actually about. It sounds like a conundrum only you can solve, Sugarlump. No, I hope you're right, Daffodil. I hope I can solve it. With the Lord's help, of course. Amen, dear. Christmas is about Jesus, Christmas is about Jesus, what's the matter with Jesus, who doesn't love him, Santa is not a savior, he can judge our behavior, Jesus in the manger, let's all worship him, the newborn king is holier than the rest, with him you will be blessed, among kings he is the best, Christmas is about Jesus, Christmas is about Jesus, What's the matter with Jesus? Who doesn't love him? Christmas is not about fiction. It's more about crucifixion. Our adorable savior. Died on the cross for our sins. Christmas isn't about reindeer. It's not about pointy elf ears. It's about Mary and her tears. Oh, and the three wise men. This holiday is different from the rest. Be host or guest, or shepherds from the west. Christmas, Christmas is about Jesus. Christmas is about Jesus. What's the matter with Jesus? Who doesn't love him? <laughs> oh, oh, I love him so, dear. Oh, I know I do, dear. That's what Christmas is all about, Mrs. Potter 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 Oh, you said it, dear. And singing. <laughs> now let's get back to the motel. It's getting late. Oh, you're right. It's after 7.30 p.m.
Oh, the streets of the Falkland Islands at night. So pretty I could sing about them. But I won't. The street lights glitter and the friendly folks you pass don't mind if you're just talking to yourself out loud. The merry sights of the fudge factory and the popsicle factory. Everything's so close to the water without being in the water. And is, is that? To what do my wondering eyes have appeared at Terry the Temp? Here on Fizzy 111 on Christmas Eve, Eve? Hey, Cl- is that you? Of course it's me. Is that you? It's me. I'm only here temporarily, of course. I'm filling in for one of the packers at the fudge factory until next week. <laughs> well, what a coincidence. Or maybe a Christmas miracle. What do you mean? Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn is putting on this big show on Christmas, and we could sure use your help. Sh- that Sure, that sounds like fun. I was just going to eat a Hot Pocket and watch Batman Returns in my Airbnb on Christmas, but that can be rescheduled. Great. Now, just let me tell Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn about this whole thing. I'm trying to win some brownie... Cliff? Huh? Oh. With Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, I'm trying to win some brownie... Cliff, you keep saying brownie and staring off into space. Huh. I wonder why that is. Anyway, I'm trying to butter up Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. Kendall and I both wrote a sketch for the big show, and I want her to pick mine. Okay, if you insist. Although I don't like working against Kendall. As a temp, I have to stay loyal to all employers equally. But as a friend, I'll help all I can. Thanks, Terry. You know, you may only ever be around temporarily, but you're a permanent member of the Cliff and Kendall gang. Are you gasping because you're so moved? Yes, but also I just saw a shooting star and it reminded me of what Christmas is really all about. Oh, that's great. I'll text you tomorrow, Tear. Merry Christmas Eve Eve. Merry Christmas Eve Eve. Kendall, wake up! It's Christmas Eve! What? How did you get into my motel room? That's not important. It's Christmas Eve! And not that it's any of my business, but who's that guy in the corner? Oh, it's... A wax hunk for me? For my The Holidays gift? Is it Jake? Is it Ryan? Oh, it's George Clooney. Hmm. Nice try, Kendall, really, but... Even though this is the last Christmas you and I will spend in our 30s, I'm still not old enough to be hot for George Clooney. I was only ever into Facts of Life era George Clooney, and that was largely due to his proximity to Natalie and Tootie. I didn't buy him for you. If you must know, he's my secret weapon. I'm going to have George Clooney star in my sketch, so Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn will pick it. <laughs> I'm, I'm stunned. Stunned. Secret weapons? And on Christmas Eve, all this to butter up Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn? Is that the spirit of the Muppet Christmas Carol? Is that the true meaning of Ernest Saves Christmas? Well, I guess I never thought of it like that. Oh, that's Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn calling. I texted her and she calls back. Why do people do that? Hold on. This will just take a second. Hello? Yes, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, I did. Convinced her? Well, yeah, a little. I mean, I wasn't begging on my knees that long. (laughs) Me? Save Christmas? (laughs) 
just by doing everything in my power to get Terry the Temp to come all the way around the world to help us put on the follies? <laughs> if you want to phrase it that way, I guess I did save Christmas a little. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Me, butter up Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn. I caught you butter-handed. Oh, hold on. She, she's calling back. God, I love her, but learn to text. Hello? Our Christmas sketches. You made your choice? Hold on, I'm with Kendall. I'll put you on the speaker. <laughs> Hello, boys. I've come to a decision. Now that Terry the Temp's available, I've decided to go with the sketch written by Funky. <laughs> it's about the Virgin Mary, and I think a Mary with Terry's fire engine red hair will really help me express what Christmas is all about. Wait, Mrs. Butter 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 Turn, what if I told you my sketch now stars a wax George Clooney? Does that change your decision? Um, no. Better luck next time, boys. And I really appreciate your effort. Bravo to both of you. Merry Christmas Eve. Fonky? She went with a sketch written by Fonky? She's seven years old. Or eight, I'm not sure. She's very young, Kendall, that's the point. She probably picked her so Fonky wouldn't be sad. Yeah, that's why. Definitely. Definitely why. What was your sketch about? Us saving Christmas. It was called Cliff and Kendall Save Christmas. Oh, like that recurring dream we have every December. Yeah. What was yours called? Madame X Saves Christmas. It was basically a Madonna concert if you replaced the hot dancers with snowmen. It would have been great. I guess we really learned a lesson already, and it's only dawn on Christmas Eve. Did we learn a lesson? Yes, about fighting at the holidays. I don't think we learned anything. Haven't we? You don't gotta learn on Christmas Things don't have to mean anything Like right now, for a little reason You and I can sing You don't gotta learn on Christmas And no matter what you've heard Nope, you don't gotta have a lot of lessons to occur Oh, hey, on Christmas Day Settle for some fun Though this December 25 might not be number one you don't gotta learn on Christmas, things don't have to mean anything. So we might as well continue to sing. Dance, Kendall, dance! Ow, I can't do it backwards, and this is not a tango. You don't gotta learn on Christmas, and no matter what you've heard, nope, you don't got to have a lot of learning to occur. Oh, hey, on Christmas Day, settle for some fun. Though this December 25 might not be number one. You don't gotta learn on Christmas, and you may have heard us sing. Just because it's Christmas, you don't gotta learn anything. I'm glad that's settled. Same. Oh my god, she's calling back again. Hello? What? Right away? The Follies? Terrible news? Christmas? Ruined? Goodbye? Cliff, what? How is Christmas ruined? You'll never believe it. What? That's what she told me. You'll never believe it. We have to meet her downtown at the theater. Something's foiled the Follies. What is it? What's happened? Just tell me how and I'll save Christmas again. Oh, I wish it were that simple. Our two biggest acts have dropped out of the follies. Oh no. I thought I was the biggest act. 
Um, yes, but our two subsequent biggest acts have been detained indefinitely. What happened? They've been arrested for murder. <laughs> triple homicide. Oh, God. I can't believe anybody from Fizzy 111 would commit triple homicide. They were the only two out-of-towners in the cast. Oh, that's a relief. <laughs> but still a shock. And a death blow to the Follies. A death blow? Holy crap, why? Well, without them, the Follies are only 20 minutes long, and the tickets we sold were very expensive, with the money going to several charities in dire need. Relax. I think I can see what you're hinting at. I'll expand my set list from 1 to 40 songs, and the night is saved. Oh, dear. I couldn't ask you to do that. I don't mind. No, no. It's, it's really a, a too much task, dear. Just know I'll be ready if you need me. <laughs> yes, thank you, dear. But what are we really going to do? I don't know. I just don't know. Bottom, will you please turn down that rock and roll? I'm too worried for all this heavy metal in our motel room. Oh, 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 my apologies, dear. I wish there was something I could do. Of course, I mean, in addition to all the praying. This is shaping up to be one very upsetting Christmas. <laughs> the children in Crockpot are quarantined in another room with chicken pox. I can't believe the three of them came down with it all at the same time. Oh, what are the odds? And now the Follies are in serious trouble. It's very distressing indeed. And on Christmas Eve. Daffodil, you know, you were a producer in Hollywood for decades before discovering Cliff and Kendall. Why your career went so rampantly downhill after that, I'll never understand. But before then, you must have learned a few tricks that could help us out now. How could we fill out the Follies without having a falling out with the audience? <laughs> you know, Sugar Lump, I did face a similar quagmire on Christmas Eve in 1951. It was before my Hollywood glory days. It was back in Busseltown. I was one of the youngest producers working for the local television station owned by Hogmire, Hogfat, <laughs> and Son, <laughs> and Elmer Worthurth. He was the station manager. He was putting on a live comedy show, and I was in total control, <laughs> which jangled my nerves because Milton Berle was coming to our station to perform. And, oh, you'll never believe it, dear. My bowels and I were so alarmed upon meeting Mr. Burle that I had a minor bowel attack all over his suede loafers. <laughs> his loafers? Oh, my! Oh, yes, and he was so angry that he departed immediately and did a show in Smackover instead. <laughs> All because of some bow waste. <laughs> he was certainly lacking in holiday spirit. <laughs> well, what did you do, Daffodil? I had to fill three hours of airtime. 
Luckily, my Uncle Pepperoni dropped by the station to bring me lunch. <laughs> A sandwich of sardines on rye, I believe. <laughs> You're getting off track, dear. How did you save the show? Oh, Uncle Pepperoni was dating one of the bearded ladies from the Frog Blast's cousin's circus. And the hearsuit performer called in all her friends, and they each did their acts. Oh, fire breathers, jugglers, and oh, mercy, so many clowns. Clowns as far as the eye could see. Oh, so you're saying I should hire a circus to perform for the Follies? Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. what does a circus have? Well, tightrope walkers. Enslaved animals, people born with bodily anomalies, put on parade for the amusement of gawking yokels. <laughs> Popcorn? Yes, dear, exactly. <laughs> All that and more. The circus has something for everyone. <laughs> as long as your follies have something for everyone in attendance to enjoy, there'll be no reason for them to demand their donations back. Something for everyone. What a brilliant strategy. First, you must do something Cliff and Candle never do. Think of what your audience might like. Oh, our audience. Thinking back, I believe the tickets were sold in large blocks. One block went to the senior center on Wall Avenue. I'm sure they'll enjoy Spunky's sketch about the Virgin Mary and her grace and selflessness. Oh, I love it, and not just because my daughter wrote it. <laughs> Oh, sounds perfect. The seniors will be undoubtedly thrilled. Another block of tickets went to the Fizzywood 11 Boys and Girls and Non-Binary Children's Club. Well, if they're like our boy Opie, I'm sure they'd like something about St. Nicholas. <laughs> something silly with elves and robots, perhaps. <laughs> Daffodil, you've just described Kimball's Christmas sketch in startling detail. Kids will love seeing a story about two children like men saving Christmas. <laughs> hmm. It seems the rest of the tickets went to a gay men's lodge. But don't tell Cliff the lodge blackballed him. At least I think he said blackballed. <laughs> oh, they'll love all the Madonna references in Cliff's script. I think the Follies have just been saved. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Kendall, better press pause. It's Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn again. Why doesn't she ever call me? I'll put her on speaker. Hello? I'm here with Kendall. Wonderful. And I hope you're sitting down. We're going to put on both of your sketches at the Follies tomorrow night. What? <gasps> That's great. So, so now we need to go back to the theater and rehearse. The show's in less than 24 hours, and we want the children, seniors, and gays to get a good show. But what about Christmas Eve dinner? We were going to have rye a l'orange and rye a la mode for dessert. No, I've already put it all in Tupperware so we can eat it on the road. Now who's going to save Christmas this year? We are. I made it to Back of 
so wild when they hear people think it's odd, but the angel said, Yeah, you know, he said it's the Son of God. I'm a virgin. Terry, you are nailing this song. Thanks, Cliff. It's all in the writing. <laughs> and I'm so happy you had that cone bra with you. It fits perfectly under your Mary costume. As a temp, I have to be prepared for pretty much every situation. And I do think it looks great, but I can only wear it in the part of the show you wrote. I have to wear a normal bra when I'm Mary and Funky's play. Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn said she preferred my natural bosom in that section. Well, I'll take what I can get. If you don't mind, Cliff, I think I better go give Mr. Snobbottom some tips on caring for that live camel they're using. If he's not careful, he'll end up spit-faced. Okay, Tear. Take five. Where is Charles the contractor? I need him to build a sleigh for my part of the follies. Remember, Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn said he was spending the holidays with his mom or something. I don't know. I just know he's not here. Great. Now I have to do everything. Speaking of everything, you and I will be working on your choreography well past midnight. Your voguing still leaves a lot to be desired, and I'm saying that nicely because it's Christmas Eve. What's wrong with my voguing? That you have to ask that really worries me a lot. I don't know why Joseph would vogue so much anyway. <laughs> He's welcoming everyone into the stable. Wise men with an attitude, shepherds that were in the mood. Don't just stand there, let's all worship Vogue. It's self-explanatory. Cliff, wake up. It's Christmas morning. Merry Christmas. Ugh. Oh, my face. Sorry about that. Merry Christmas. It's the holidays at last. Oh, is my face swollen? You're a fat person that just woke up. You tell me. Aren't you curious as to how I got in here? The door was unlocked. You leave the door unlocked? Why? Remember how celebrities used to get real drugged out and wander into people's rooms and go to sleep? Although I guess that doesn't happen anymore. Thanks, social media. But I keep hoping, so I leave the door open in case Robert Downey Jr. or hopefully one of the other Avengers stumbles in. Didn't you come in through the door? No, I assumed it was locked. I crawled in through the air vent. And Mr. Snodbottom's going to be mad, because I'm sure the motel will charge us for it once they see how I stretch the ducks all out of shape. Uh, you're right about that. But it's not important now. It's Christmas Day, <laughs> the most wonderful day of the year. No matter your worth and no matter your girth, no matter where you are on this earth, oh Christmas Day is here, the most wonderful day of the year. A piping hot breakfast waits for us to arrive, we'll eat so much that we feel alive, oh Christmas Day is here, the most wonderful day of the year. Food galore, piled up on the floor, there's no room for more, we'll watch home alone, oh no, that's my phone.
Hello? <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt you mid-song, boys, but I've got terrible news. Christmas is ruined. Again? Again? True! Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's Butter Churn of Pottery and Butter has been robbed! And on Christmas Day! <laughs> How could someone do this? Oh, it's a real tragedy, boys! The pottery, gone! The butter, gone! The doilies, gone! The rye kiosk, gone! The ceramic pillowcases, these are still here! Oh, <laughs> but everything else has been stolen out from under us! Oh, how does someone sleep at night knowing they stole a rye kiosk? It's beyond reason or rhyme. I just don't know how it happened. Cliff, you did lock up when you closed the store on Christmas Eve, Eve, didn't you? Lock up? That was the thing I was going to do that I didn't do. You didn't lock up? Oh, boy, how could you? Oh, no. I wonder how this will affect our insurance. Oh, hey, uh, Merry Xmas, everybody. You all remember my mama, Boogie? Well, if it ain't all of Charles's closest friends, why do y'all seem so glum on magnificent Christmas Day? Boogie, <laughs> happiest of Christmas greetings to you, but I'm afraid to say you've caught me on the lowest day of my life. Oh, uh, hey, that sucks. Uh, what seems to got y'all down? Can't you tell, Charles? The store has been robbed. Oh, uh, I knew something was different in here. Y'all all might remember my motto, keep on boogieing. So how about we all boogie a little right now? Charles, you got your DJ equipment? Oh, anything you say, Mama. Oh, boogie, I'm not sure we feel up to boogieing at the moment. I know it's a real assay that all your merch got mooch, but it's still the birthday of my savior. Amen, Boogie. Charles the contractor's mother is correct, Sugarlump. We've still got many reasons for rejoicing. <laughs> the birth of Christ, for one thing. Oh, I didn't mean Jesus. I meant it's the birthday of my savior. Jimmy Buffett. Well, I suppose I see your meaning, Boogie. <laughs> Christmas isn't about things I sell in a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Oh, hey, y'all ready to boogie in here? <laughs> DJ Drywall's back in action, y'all. I believe that song's BPMs are giving me a BM. Oh, Boogie, I do want to thank you for helping us see the brighter side of being robbed blind. And of course, the true meaning of Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Do I have something in my teeth? Oh, no. Uh, Can I tell him, Mama? Mm, Go ahead, baby. Tell us what, Charles? Uh, this was all a Christmas prank. <laughs> Are you kidding? A prank? Oh, my boiling barrels of eggnog. A prank? 
Sorry, y'all, but pranking on Christmas is a tradition in our family. Goes back to when our ancestors pranked the pilgrims on the first Christmas after the first Thanksgiving. They poisoned the crops, and those pilgrims thought it was witches. But it was just us pulling a merry prank. (laughs) Happy holidays, everybody. All the pottery and butter and craps over in the empty store next door. Charles. I can't believe you guys would go as far to do all of this <laughs> just to remind us of the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> How can we ever thank you? <laughs> yes, you've taught us all over again the meaning of this very special day. Well, shit, I'm just glad we get hell. <laughs> I know. I've got a way to thank you. How about front row tickets for you and Charles for tonight's Follies? Sounds like a bitchin' holiday to me. What do you say, sir? Oh, shoot, yeah, mama. <laughs> Everyone follow me to the motel for some Christmas waffles and wassail, both with extra rye. <laughs> Boogie, I must compliment your eyeshadow. Where do you find that shade of evergreen? I found it in a little dime store outside of Waco, Texas. I'll pick you up some next time I'm driving through. Oh, that would be so nice. I have just the hat to wear with it. Come on, Kendall, what are you waiting for? Can you believe this? Charles robs the store, and Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn thanks him. Kendall, allow me to quote the Bible. I believe it's from the book of Luke. Cheer up, dude. It's Christmas. <laughs> oh, this night at the Fizzy 111 festive Feliz Navidad Follies has really been something. I hope you enjoyed Cliff and Kendall Save Christmas, Madam X Saves Christmas, and Mary Saves Christmas. And let's give it up one more time for Wax George Clooney. <laughs> what a great Santa. And for Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn for making all this possible. You know, Christmas is such a special season about what we can do here and now for others, and about remembering the holidays past. This last song tonight is dedicated to the memories of Christmases we spent in a very special place. Have you heard the news about a place called Busheltown? They celebrate Christmas every year when December rolls around. It is so pleasant, they give out presents wrapped in paper that is so shiny. You'd be as happy as the old real flappy if you could only see. A big old bushel town Christmas The only Christmas for me Where the ride grows all around you Like the gifts around the tree Well, I know there are bees Up in all the old trees And dirt storms so gritty but a big old bushel town Christmas is the only Christmas for me. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Great ending, Kendall. Very original.
Others may have snow and crazy temperatures that freeze. But we've got air so thick you can't help but sneeze. But everyone's merry, even bones in the cemetery. Though there's no mail till after New Year's Eve. See us all laughing, or swamp water rafting. That means Christmas to me. A big old bushel town Christmas. The only Christmas for me. Where the rats, they will surround you If they smell you eating cheese And the skunks, they may squirt Spray all over your shirt And make you so stinky But a big old bushel town Christmas Is the only Christmas for me Lovely dear. Oh, that one not as much to you. Oh, boy. Merry Christmas. Oh, sticky day job, candy boy. I know Santa will fly over our fields of rye, bringing joy to you and me. And a big old bushel town Christmas. Is the only Christmas for me. A big old bushel town Christmas is the only Christmas for me. God bless us, everyone. Great ending, Kendall. Very original.